Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It is the NFL playoffs. That's right. Super wild weekend or call it whatever the hell you want. I just call it wild card weekend. But, you know, you got to have a name for everything, right? I mean, the NFL calling it super wild card weekend. I call it like, let's get the show going. Let's watch some football that means something. I'll talk about that coming up in just a moment. But first... I want to tell you that today's show is brought to you by New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. Locally owned for over 20 years, New Works has a fix for you. For your plumbing needs and repairs, just go to newworksplumbing.com. That's N-E-W-W-R-X-Plumbing.com. And remember, if you happen to have an emergency in the middle of the night, no problem. They will be there with their 24-7 service. That's newworksplumbing.com, N-E-W. WRXplumbing.com. Let's start with the young quarterbacks, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, squaring off in Jacksonville. These teams played earlier in the season, week three, and it was all Jacksonville. They blew out the Chargers 38-10 to in that game. Lawrence was 28 of 39 and had three touchdowns and a very good passer rating. Now, I don't put a lot of stock in the games that happened that early in the season, what I do know is that both of these defenses are really good. As a matter of fact, in the last five games, the Chargers are 4-1, and one, and they are allowing just 15 points per game. Over that same stretch, Jacksonville 5-0, and oh, and their defense is allowing just 15.6 points per game. So this should be a slugfest, should be a low-scoring game. And the question is, when we review this game after 60 minutes or maybe sudden death will we be talking more about Justin Herbert or Trevor Lawrence or will the story of the game be the defenses I actually think this is going to be a defensive game the quarterback that makes the least amount of mistakes will be the victor I'm going to take the Chargers in a very close game this is one of the games that I would not miss and again you know national TV window of Saturday night tells you what they think of this matchup again people want to talk about the quarterbacks and rightfully so I talk about the defenses the defenses of both these teams are really really good so I'm going to go with the Chargers winning at Jacksonville I think the game that really would have been maybe as good as any this weekend would have been the Dolphins at the Bills based on their two regular season games however 
without Tua on the field. I don't see how the Miami Dolphins stay on the field. The Bills are a 9 to 10 to an 11-point favorite, depending on when you put the play down. The line changed when it was announced that Tua would not be on the field. Teddy Bridgewater's got a injured finger, so you got Skylar Thompson, who started last week against the Jets. And what happened? The offense managed just three field goals. I don't see how the Buffalo Bills... Do not win this game and win this game comfortably. I just don't. I mean, with the DeMar Hamlin infusion of energy that this team showed last week, opening kickoff, running it back for the distance, the Bills at home, the Bills are primed. I don't see how the Bills do not win this game and win this game rather comfortably. I I don't think this will be a close game when the fourth quarter begins. So I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills to beat the Miami Dolphins. I would give the points in this game, and I would feel pretty good about that. All right, Baltimore at Cincinnati. I mean, we just saw these two teams last week. Cincinnati won the game 27-16. Lamar Jackson is out, all right? He's had a knee injury since week 13. So we will not see Lamar Jackson on the field. Tyler Huntley or Anthony Brown. Brown started last week. I don't see how Baltimore has enough offensively to stay on the field with Cincinnati. The Bengals have looked really good as of late. Joe Burrow, we know, is an elite quarterback. He was able to guide this team to the AFC Championship game last year, including that big win at Kansas City. This really could be the start of a heck of a run for this franchise when you think about it. You think about where the Bengals were two years ago, and now look at them. And you're thinking, wow, okay, maybe this is the new Kansas City of the AFC or we'll be right along with Kansas City in the AFC. You can add Buffalo to that mix as well. But if Joe Burrow stays upright and stays on the field, the Cincinnati Bengals are going to be a tough out. So I think that the Bengals will win. I think the Bengals will win this game by more than a touchdown. So I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals to prevail here in the AFC. It has been announced that if Kansas City and Buffalo should meet for the AFC Championship game, the game will be played in Atlanta. I don't like that. I mean, the game would have been played either at Buffalo or at Kansas City, both cold-weather cities. I don't like the fact that they're moving the game indoors. I don't like that. Play the game in Cleveland. Play the game at Soldier Field in Chicago. All right? Don't play the game at a dome. Don't take two stadiums, you know, two teams that play in outdoor stadiums in the cold and put the game in a dome. I don't like that. Now, we have to get to that point, but uh, I'm not a fan of that at all. I'm really not. I like the Bengals to emerge in the AFC. I would say that Buffalo, without Von Miller on defense, at some point in the postseason, I just have to believe that catches up with them. I'm well aware of Kansas City, but I'm also well aware of what Cincinnati has done in head-to-head competition with Kansas City. I don't think there's any question about that. The Bengals have Kansas City's number. All right, I don't think it's a fluke. I think there's something to it. I do believe in matchups. I do believe in head-to-head. And you look at the last three times these franchises have played and how well the Bengals Bengals have done. Buffalo, on the other hand, the feel-good story, Tamar Hamlin, we know he's now out of the Buffalo hospital. 
I'll make a prediction that he will be playing in the National Football League next year. What a great story. Certainly the emotions running through Orchard Park and that Buffalo Bills organization over the last two weeks have been tumultuous. But now with Hamlin out of the woods and out of the hospital, uh, again, I think that gives the Buffalo Bills that extra moxie, kind of like uh, they're destined, call it whatever you want. I don't think you can discount that. I think you saw it last week with the opening kickoff. All right, I don't think you can just ignore that and what happened against the Patriots. So those are my three picks this weekend. Uh, In the NFC, you know where I went, okay? Uh, I think Dallas will beat Tampa. I think Minnesota will edge, and I do mean edge the Giants in a very close game. I think the 49ers will blow out the Seahawks. Now, I am very well aware of the weather forecast. I get that. But both teams are going to be playing in the same conditions. Uh, They have a very good drainage and field system. I saw that they were using uh, big fans to air dry the field on the days when it was not raining. So I would think that the field, at least at the beginning of the game, will be okay. It may deteriorate as the game goes on, but I just think the Niners are just way too good on each side of the line of scrimmage. So to me, those are my picks this weekend. Uh, The team that I would be the most concerned about with the playoffs beginning would be the Philadelphia Eagles, the number one seed. All right, you've got Jalen Hurts, who did play last week against the Giants. They didn't play very well. You got major injuries on the offensive line. You know, Lane Johnson at right tackle. I mean, if he does not play, that would be devastating. All right, you've got other injuries that have slowed down the momentum of the Eagles at the end of the season. Certainly, the extra week will do them good. But of all the teams in the playoffs right now, the team that I did not like the way they ended the year, the Philadelphia Eagles. The second team that came limping home to the finish line, the Minnesota Vikings. All right, when you look at the Minnesota Vikings and their body of work, I'm well aware they won in Week 17. Uh, But the week before, they were non-competitive at Green Bay. I mean, they were terrible. This is the same team that gave up 33 points in the first half to a bad Colts team. Somehow, someway, they were able to win that game. This is the same team at home that got embarrassed, blown out by the Dallas Cowboys the week after they stole the game in Buffalo. Uh, I could see the Vikings winning this weekend against the Giants. I really cannot see them advancing any farther than that. I I just don't. I, I do not see it. To me... The Minnesota Vikings, if they were playing San Francisco, would get beat and beat badly. So those are my picks for the Super Wild Weekend. And we'll talk about it a little bit later on my show with Sean Salisbury. If you're listening to this podcast in the morning, that's at 3 o'clock over on my YouTube Live and, of course, on Listen App. But you can hit me up on social media, whether it's via YouTube or at Grant Napier Show on Twitter. And let me know what your picks are, what you agree with, and what you disagree. All I know is I am sure as hell glad that we've got playoff football to watch beginning this weekend. It is now time for our Crowd Ultra Q&A. Just go to CrowdUltra.com and maybe I will answer your question on next week's podcast. Tim wants to know which team is most likely to be upset in the playoffs this weekend. I could see Minnesota being upset, although the line is only three. You know, the Tampa, Dallas, I mean, I don't really think there's a favorite. The line is less than three. But in terms of a wide margin, I don't see Miami winning. I don't see Seattle winning. Both of those scenarios 
would really surprise me. So I would say, and I'm going to go against my pick, I would say Baltimore just because they are very well coached and it doesn't seem like it matters who's injured or who's on the field. They have a next man up mentality. So if you had to, if I had to choose one, I would probably choose Baltimore to upset Cincinnati. And that goes against me thinking Cincinnati is going to the Super Bowl, but that would be the one. Derek asked a very good question. How will the Saudis continue to buy and form sports leagues impact American sports in the near future? You know, the Saudis are making an impact. They've already made an impact on golf in America. And if it continues, all right, and if they have an endless supply of money, it's certainly going to affect how athletes deem their jobs in this country. I mean, if an athlete can be financially secure by going over in a backed league or a Saudi-backed league, they're probably going to do it. So keep an eye on it, Derek. Josh wants to know, uh, do I have the Jags or Chargers winning this week? And I went over that. Obviously, you asked this question before you knew what my topic was. Uh, I think the Chargers uh, beat the Jags. Drew asked, what's your take on how media outlets have handled the Dana White's domestic abuse event? Mixed. I think it's based on a media's uh, agenda. Uh, there have been some media outlets that have covered it fairly. There have been many others that have not uh, due to their affiliation with certain networks that handle Dana White and his business. So I think it's mixed. I think it's, um, first of all, I don't think there's a right answer to this, Drew. Like, what's the answer? Like, what should happen uh, to Dana White, right? What should happen to Dana White? So I, I don't have the right answer to what should happen to Dana White. What I do know is, the media outlets have been all over the board with this. I think that is safe to say. Jerry wants to know, do, I, do the Yankees need to improve their outfield before the season starts? Yes, and they need to improve batting. They need to find somebody other than DJ LeMahieu that can actually put the ball in the play. So that would be the other thing I would suggest. Ian asked, should the NBA All-Star game voting be changed? Should the NBA change the way they do that? They should. I've always said this from day one. The fans should have no say and who's on the All-Star team, but that will not happen. But the fans should have absolutely no say in who plays in the All-Star game. And don't tell me that the game is for the fans. All games are for the fans. Name me a game that's not for the fans. Ross wants to know, how much will the Vikings need to rely on Justin Jefferson to win against the Giants? Hey, he's their most talented player. He's an MVP candidate. Of course they're going to have to rely on Justin Jefferson. You know, if a Dory Jackson gets back on the field for the Giants, the question is, you know, will he only be on the field for third downs? Will he be rusty? Uh, he has not played in seven weeks, so all of these things factor into it, but of course he's going to uh, be relied on. You know, if Justin Jefferson, uh, excuse me, if Justin Jefferson, say that fast three times in a row, if Justin Jefferson does not have a big game, I don't think the Vikings can win. Spencer wants to know, what shows have you been watching lately? Spencer, the answer to that question would be, I don't watch shows. Aaron asks, are you surprised at how well the Cavs have been playing? Yeah, I am a little surprised. Donovan Mitchell has been great. Obviously, he's really made that team a good team to a very, very good team. So, yeah, I'd have to say I am a little surprised. Hey, just go to CrowdUltra.com, and maybe I will answer your question 
on my next podcast. It's time for I have got great news about Zoom 180. The website will be up and running this weekend, zoom180.com, and you will be able to order your Zoom 180 flashlight. When you see the videos and the pictures of this flashlight, you will be, Napes, you're right, I got to get one of these. It is unlike anything that's ever been produced. It is in mass production right now, and this weekend, You'll be able to check it out for yourself by going to zoom180.com. Let me get this straight. If the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills play in the AFC Championship game, I've got to watch the game from an indoor stadium in Atlanta? Why? Why would I take a game that would have been played in a cold-weather city, all right, either Kansas City or Buffalo, if that's the matchup, and move the game to Atlanta, indoors. I don't understand that. I do not understand that. Play the game in Cleveland. Play the game in Pittsburgh. Play the game in Chicago. All right? Again, this all stems from what happened in Cincinnati. We know about the Bengals and the Bills, the Monday Night Football. All right? And again, the good news here is that DeMar Hamlin has been discharged from the Buffalo Hospital. But why are you taking two cold-weather cities and moving them indoors? That makes no sense to me. That's a big boo on the National Football League. And that's my rant for today. And that's my podcast for today. Enjoy your football weekend, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to If You Don't Like That with Grant Napier. So long. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.